0: Welcome to the Fox Rugby Podcast for this week, where it is a Trump and Biden free zone, all right? So we're not talking about anything to do with that sort of stuff. We are going to talk Letters like Cup, though, and to take us through it is former Wallaby Tim Horan. Timmy, how are you? That's
1: right, yep. Uh, very disappointed, wasn't it, uh, last week uh, by the Wallabies, but uh, the great thing about sport, professional sport, um, you want to bounce back pretty quickly, In within seven days, the Wallabies get another chance.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And to, and to chat to us about that, it's a great pleasure to be joined by Wallabies hooker, Brandon Payanga-Ramosa. Brandon, thanks so much for joining us today, mate. Uh, how's the week build-up been? Uh, it was obviously a disappointing result last week, but as Tim said, there's a chance to bounce back this week.
2: Oh, definitely. That's exactly what you said, it was really disappointing. You know, we're a bit, um, a bit um, upset, you know, at how we performed, you know, and we're looking at turning things around this week. So it's been a good week. It's been a really positive week. We've been really shocked. So the goal would be to get out there and then um, step up our game. And, uh, something- what
1: about um, w- when you came off the field? Did you did you realise what had happened, or did it take a day or two to realise that you know it's the, one of the biggest defeats against the All Blacks? I mean, I, I, I sympathise. I know how it feels. I was part of 1996 when we got thumped by the All Blacks. I think it was 43 six in in Wellington, and coming back to Australia and embarrassed. And um, is that how the players feel? Do the players feel they've let um, you know, Australia and let play, or is it? Do you just regroup and say, "Okay, I've got another job to do in seven days." I
2: think the biggest thing is, we've we've allowed ourselves to to understand, you know, what happened, but also move on real quick. We can't really stay in that mindset. And you'd be able to relate um, to them there in that. But um, yeah, we've been. It's been really good. It's been really good at like, okay, that happened. You know, acknowledge it. Okay, you know, feel 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 the defeat, but we've got another job to do in seven days' time. as the
0: and yeah, kind of, you've heard, you've heard uh, Dave Rennie talk about the fact that you're six weeks into a four-year plan. So, I mean, it's not panic states as yet, is it?
2: Oh, 100%. You know, we're building, we're building. We're still working combinations out. But, um, yeah, exactly what Dave said, where it's,
1: it's a couple of weeks into a four-year plan. Exactly that. But, Swaney, I reckon that's hard, though, because, yes, that internally, that's how we're thinking. But then... Um, sporting fans and rugby fans aren't very patient as we've seen over many, many years and Brandon's probably seen that at the Queensland Reds or what's happened there the last three or four years and you're building up there but you've got to Brandon, you're probably on Saturday night at Suncorp obviously your home ground with the Queensland Reds you've got to be able to give the rugby public and the sporting public some belief that there is hope at the end of this tunnel and it it might not be a win but you might come close but it's got to be a really good performance hasn't it? 100% I totally agree with you and
2: that's Honestly what we're looking at doing. You know, Sun Suncorp for us has been a bit of a has been a fortress the last few games for Wallaby. So we're gonna look at building on top of that. So it can be kind of like the big fortress on the on the east coast or on the west coast there. Or east coast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so That's <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> it's that type of it's that time of year, isn't it? Um, yeah, Brandon. Your last couple of weeks, uh, whilst it's been disappointing from a team perspective, uh, do you feel like that you've built over the last couple of weeks as well? The the lineout certainly seems to be working better from from week one, and and you've been getting around the field well. Uh, how are you happy with your your personal game?
2: I'm I'm I've um, I'm definitely I'd say I'm happy, but also I definitely have so many more things to grow at and to be better at um my performance over the last few weeks i've i've wanted to be the right man for the job you know what i'm saying um and I guess it's good at training you know with the other hookers like Jordan and um and fall as well we're just pushing each other which is so good you know and it doesn't to be honest it doesn't really matter which one of us starts we just all want to be the right man you know the right person on the field at that point in time to do the, to do the job that we that needs to be done you know and im'm um, i am i am privilege that i've been chosen and that i've been stepping up that's something that i look at doing this week as well to to really just do my job and try and do a bit more this week as well
1: so yeah brendan what about um taking a bit away from rugby what do you do off the field to keep yourself motivated fresh mentally and you get on the guitar do you cook meals what what or do you play playstation what do you do to get your mind totally off rugby <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of the boys here, a lot of the boys here are gamers. They 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 brought their
2: monitors, their PlayStations, their Xboxes, whatever it is. Me, I'm not a gamer myself. I can't do that kind of thing. I'm I'm real, I'm all about getting out there. So whenever I can, I'll head up to Newcastle, go for a swim, go to a couple of cafes, I'll hang out with a couple of the boys. We might sit around a carver bowl here and there if we can get our hands on some some good quality carver. And Or even just bust out on the guitar, you know, sing a couple of songs. So that's kind of my thing. I'm not really into the whole game or sitting in front of the TV. Can't really mm. do that. I get I get mad head noise when I'm in the room by myself for longer than two hours. So I'm always messaging <laughs> like, Oi, bro, what are you doing? I'm messaging a couple of other boys. Oi, come over. Let's play cards or something. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the community, you know, so getting around the boys. So, yeah.
0: Love to hear that, mate. And um, it's been a fantastic couple of years for you. You made your, your Wallabies debut a couple of years ago. There's the, the great vision of you singing the anthem uh, in your test debut, which became iconic uh, on that night. Um, you know, ha- how have you seen your journey uh, in test rugby over the last couple of years? Cause you were in the team and then you were out of the team. And now what's it like to, to be back? Do you feel like um, you appreciate it more potentially?
2: 100%. I think, 2018, I was blessed that I got that opportunity, but it just happened all so quick, and um, i just, honestly, I, I was, I was a kid, I was, I was a kid back then, you know, I, it just all happened so fast, and then all of a sudden, you know, I went through 2019 and I was on kind of like the back foot there, but um, I'd say definitely this time in 2020, i um, I've definitely stepped into it with a much better mindset, um, much better headspace. I feel like I've matured, you know, I've played uh, this is my third year in Super Rugby. And um, I feel like personally I've matured into more of a like a like a I'd say a man when it comes to you know doing this journey and and um and just growing you know I was real young when all that happened back in 80 but I feel like I'm much
1: more confident and um yeah I appreciate it so much more now where I am. So, yeah. what about um last week put the game aside the Indigenous jersey um what what did that mean to you personally to the team to wear that Indigenous jersey and is it something you'd like to potentially wear more often, or just keep it for that one test match a year? Do you think? Um, to be honest, I, I'd I'd love to have that. I'd
2: love to be wearing that jersey, if we, if we could more, you know, if, if we could have that kind of the indigenous designs on our jersey on our actual playing jersey. I'd love that, you know. I've got a lot of um a lot of my mates are indigenous, you know. I've done a bit of work with a lot of um, indigenous students in my community back when I was living in Sydney and Rexburg, but um yeah, I'm more, I'm more for it, you know. And it's good what Dave's doing here. You know, he's put us in different groups and he's um, he's helped us or he's encouraged us to learn. You know, every 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 group has a different um, country, has a different um, mob, as we as we say. And you know, getting us to be more in touch with um with our roots. You know what I mean? With with the indigenous, with Australian roots. You know, so it's good. And I love I love embracing it. And it's good because the boys here are embracing it as well, taking it on board, which is really good to see.
0: Yeah, it makes you proud to be Australian, doesn't it? Watching the Wallabies run out there and wear that that First Nations jersey—it's certainly a a, a a powerful symbol, um, particularly when the Wallabies run out with it.
2: Oh, one hundred percent. That's—I totally agree with you guys there. Yeah.
1: Now, what about the other guys in the team? mate? Um, give us a bit of a background. Geordie Patire obviously, only played his fifth Test match last week. How's he tracking? Um, you know, there's obviously big changes this weekend. Uh, Reese Hodge is only going to play his first or second game in the number ten jersey. I think it is for the Wallabies. Um, doesn't play a lot of ten, so uh, but certainly he's a great, great defender and, and obviously great with the ball in hand. Oh, definitely. I definitely well, starting off Geordie. Geordie's a phenomenal young talent, you know, coming to
2: that that's come through the system. Um, I'm really looking forward to him killing it this week. You know, um, he's he's so hard to stop. He's such a good defender, you know, and he's he's good at what he does. So. Um, from what i know he's doing really well you know um, he's he's a huge gamer he loves his games so getting him out of the room um it's really <laughs> hard to get it, really see him out of the room because he loves he loves um playing games and he's really good at it too but um yeah i'm excited to also see Hojo as well Hojo will get a get a crack at 10 and um yeah i'm, I'm excited i can't wait i reckon he's gonna do a great job there
1: so, yeah, right. great. Swanee, I must, I must tell you one, one very quick story about gaming. When, when PlayStations first came out, it must have been PlayStation 1. There wasn't much to it. I think it must have been late 90s where Joe Roth, Ben Chun, and Stephen Larkham, uh, I remember it was at a hotel in France and they're playing, you know, right up to the lead-up of training. We'd get on the bus, right up to the lead-up and they were, I'm not sure what they were doing, but it was some big competition. And they were late for the team bus to get on the bus for the test match against France In Paris And we we're, we're 10 minutes We should have gone We've got the police escort ready to go And the, the This is the World Cup final the... No no, no, this is, no This is just a, a wallaby tour Okay and, yeah, and All of a sudden We had to get the duty board To run upstairs And get these guys Bring the three players down Get on the bus 10 minutes later After the bus was supposed to go Because they were still On the PlayStation So it can affect Some sides going into a still, test match Is this still a game? Is this going to a rugby game This happened. Yeah. they're training. Yeah, no, no. It was a rugby test match. They're going, going to a test match. <laughs> yeah, we some funny stories about that, eh? Well, not, not so much gaming,
2: but just being late. But, yeah, we'll talk about that another time.
0: <laughs> oh, mate, I reckon, I reckon I was late for school in the, the mid-90s that much playing Jonah Lomu rugby on PlayStation 1. That was the greatest game I've ever played. Um, I loved it so much.
2: Well, when did that come out? Back in what, nineteen ninety
0: six? I reckon ninety five, ninety six. I reckon it was too. Yeah, but good you you're too really good. only you only get
1: you only miss the bus or you're late for the bus once in your whole career because once once that happens, I remember I was in might have been one of my first tours in Canada, and I was room, I think I was rooming with Tommy Lawton, the great you know Wallaby Hooker, yeah. and um, for some reason I'd slept in. There wasn't phones, alarms, I and mean, Then, so at five past nine, I get the call from the duty boy. You're late. So I just pair of shorts on t-shirt on grabbed my boots mouth good, and I ran down the hallway, ran down, got on the bus and a big cheek on the bus, but it was minus six degrees at training that day. And all I had was a t-shirt and a pair of shorts. So, and oh. no one was going to lend me their tracksuit.
0: Oh, horrendous.
1: horrendous.
2: I've got a, <laughs> I don't think it quite beats that, but there was another one where we are um, back in 2018, myself and Tonyella, So we're always roommates whenever we were at the Reds yep. and um, the captain's run. And it was roughly, it was literally around the time where the, the Aussie cricket team, you know, when they got um, done for whatever, yeah. The, the sandpaper. Uh, sand yeah. So it was all going on. And um, myself and Taniella, we forgot to set an alarm. And um, all of a sudden we wake up and all the buses are gone because in South Africa you use vans. And all the vans are gone, man, I kid you, I kid you not, me and Nella have never run so fast downstairs. We <laughs> everything similar to you. I was missing shorts, Tony and I was missing a shirt, and we just rocked up to the captain's run late, man, oh my gosh. Doesn't quite be yours, but man, I, nah, I, I can totally relate. Yeah, I'll do it once.
0: Fantastic. Now, now, this weekend, Brandon, it's a very special occasion for one of your teammates, James Slippery, plays his 100th test match. He's the 13th Wallaby to play his 100th test match. You had a couple over the last couple of weeks with hoops as well, but... Give us a bit of insight into to slips. I mean, he's such a popular member of the group, isn't he?
2: Well man, Slips, where do I start? You know, Slips is a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete, um, phenomenal friend, you know, he's a great teammate. And he's also even a great player coach, you'd say, you know, he's um I'd say he really helped myself out and um really helped out like both myself and Taniela. Um, back in 2018 when he was at the Reds, you know, he taught us many things, he helped us, you know, become to say fully but helped us you know grow into the scrummages that we are today you know he he helped us he was part of that, that front row back then um but i'm really excited to watch slips play you know and it's even better that he gets to play in front of his family um I was, I was talking to him and he was saying that he hasn't seen his i think it's his sisters in a couple months you know back since um the whole covid thing and um um, I'm so excited to see him play and I'm, I'm so happy that he gets to play back at home, back at Sunquam, in front of friends and family and his loved ones. So it's going to be, it's going to be phenomenal.
1: Matt, as a, as a hooker and, you know, set piece, very important scrums and lineouts, what's your read on why the changes in the forward pack? Rob Simmons comes in, obviously Lockie Swinton's going to get an opportunity at some stage. What's, what's the change up? Do you think, and my view is I, I reckon we've lost... Um, that impact in the forward pack with some size? Do you think that's one of the reasons why the coaching staff said, okay, we need a bit more size in the pack?
2: Oh, to be honest, oh, I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't I wouldn't know what's going on. Eh? Um, I'm not going to focus too much on the front row and trying to win in the scrums up front, eh, to be honest, to, to worry about what's going on up back. As long as they jump and they get up, and that's all that matters to me. Eh? <laughs> so I, I couldn't tell you. What do you think? You think
0: it's just... Oh, throw the ball the and you they'll catch it. You throw the ball, they um, catch it. <laughs>
2: As long as, as long as they just catch it and you know
0: make my throws look
2: straight, that's all that matters. You know, that's all we care about. <laughs> <laughs> what,
0: what about Lockie Swinton as a, as a guy? Um, you know, he's he's got a reputation as being a really hard nosed, aggr- aggressive, abrasive sort of a guy. You've gotten to know him over the last couple of weeks. What's he like? Um, yeah. You know, behind the scenes, off the footy field.
2: Yeah, no. So I played back with Swinton back in I think it's twenty seventeen for New South Wales Country. Oh yeah, so I, NRC. And I, yeah, I knew. Yeah, back in NRC back. A while ago yonks ago but um so i knew what smith is like you know he's 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 a tough man to play against on the field you know you hate you hate playing up against him because you know it's just going to be it's going to be a whole lot of this going on and big shots going on you know because he's a great player but i'm um, off the field he's he's a legend he's a man just like all the boys in camp you know all good fellas you know and um it's good it's good because i know a couple of the queensland boys were a bit like oh what's he like what's he like but i know they definitely they definitely really like him once they met him at camp but um I'm, I'm Honestly, man, I'm so excited to see him play. Man, he's he's going to bring that. He's going to
1: definitely bring that chat, bring that physicality. Um, so, yeah, he's just going to live in. I know he is. <laughs> what about when you run out on on Saturday night at Suncorp Stadium and, and you sing that national anthem, um, when you're holding sort of 22 of your closest mates together uh, and you're looking to the stand, you're singing with people in the stand, what do the Wallabies have to do better this week? What, what are the two or three key things you have to do better to try and match it with the All Honestly, I think it's, I think it's for me. I
2: think it's just accuracy. We've just got to be accurate with everything we do. We know our game plan. We know it works. We 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 know we, we know it. We know it. But we just got to be accurate. Literally, if we if we stick to stick to our game plan, we'll win this game. And that's that's the biggest that's the biggest chat we've been talking about this whole week as as a squad is getting across our knowledge, our individual knowledge. Mm-hmm. Knowing where we're supposed to be on every, you know, every play, and and what our options are, and we will be sweet. Honestly, that's, yeah, that's honest. We just got to be accurate.
0: Th- there's been and a lot, lot of-, of talk, Brandon, about um, the the inexperience of this Wallabies team. Um, and, and what about the impact of losing guys like James O'Connor and Matt Tamua on the team? How significant has that been for the for the side?
2: Oh man, it's been it's big. You know, you know, they they do add that um, experience out back but we definitely have players that can step up and fill that void. And I believe that we, that they can have that opportunity. If they are going to, you know, um, but as I said before, like, it's just like, we, we, we know like there's glimpses. You think we see glimpses in our game plan, you know, with, you know, if we stuck to, if we stuck to our game plan, we would have scored a trial. We would have put them in their 22, you know, but it's just, we chose this option, the safe option, you know, or the option that, that, that we go back into when we're rattled, you know, or when, we're, when we, when we, you know, when we just when we think outside of our brains, you know. Um, but um, that's that that's what that's all it is. Is just accuracy, accuracy, accuracy. That's what we've been hammering hard out this week.
1: Yeah, great. And, and mate, what about uh, very quick before we let you go, um, roommates? Um, what about your different roommates that you have had? Because you've obviously been in this bubble for a period of time now. Um, you know, the Melbourne Rebels players virtually being still been away from home for a long time. Um, do you room with someone differently every week, or how does that work? Um, no, it's cool. It's cool. So the first week we came into camp, they roomed
2: us with, um, like obviously it's the same position, but that room, you know, the more experienced player with the one with the player that's coming in fresh, you know. So is that because was, the
1: forwards don't want to room with any backs?
2: <laughs> oh, I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so because the backs stay in the bathroom half the time. have a shower because the backs are in (laughs) there. but um no it's 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 been it's been it's been phenomenal you know um heading into game weeks they allow us to 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 go with you know who we think who who we you know our closest mates so so it's a couple of times also i've roomed with Taniella a couple of times also hunter you know but um i've i've had no issue with my roommates my roommates have been awesome i'd probably say hunter eats a a bit too much uh snacks and chocolates so i'm gonna I gotta watch out, you know. I had to, hey, I can't eat that stuff, you know. Stop influencing me to. I'm trying to get ads here, but <laughs> 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 uh, it's, it's, it's a good system here. It's cool, you know. And plus, all the boys get on, you know. So, usually, whoever they put us with, we get along really, really well. So,
0: it's all good, eh? Size in the midfield, mate. That's what, that's what the Wallabies need size in the midfield.
2: <laughs> but not too much, size we'll become too lazy. You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally, totally. Um, just, just finally, as well, a couple of a couple of debutants. We spoke about Lockie Swinton. Tom Wright gets a crack. Angus Bell gets a crack as well this week. What, what have you? What have you made of Angus Bell? Because um, he's a kid who really was a standout at under twenties level last year, and he's had a big rise. It's been up and down, but he gets a crack in the gold jersey this week.
2: It's actually funny. Um, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like Belier. I didn't like Belly from playing against him in Super <laughs> yeah. because there was one incident in Dolby. Okay, who killed me for telling telling you guys this? So in Dolby, um, there was a trial back like back in January. There was one scrum where he um he he did really well, you know, and. And obviously, I didn't know him. None of us knew him except for the young boys like Josh Nassar. You know, I think Hooper might have known him as well. And, and Dane Zander. they knew who he was. But I don't know who he was. Anyways, he did one really good scrum. Phenomenal. And he got Nella really well. They got the scrum penalty. And all I heard was him mouthing off the whole time. Mouthing off. And I hated that, you know. And for me, like, I, I pride, like, especially at the Reds, we, we pride ourselves on scrummaging, you know. And... um. From that moment, I hated his guts, man. Like every single game, you know, the first game post COVID at Suncorp when he got yellow carded, man, you should have seen. Him. I got so happy. I said, "Get the <laughs> off the field, you know, you know, get off the field, <laughs> along here." Like giving him a mouthful, you know. I came into camp. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met, <laughs> okay. and he's a legend. He's a good kid, you know, and he's he's worked really hard, and he definitely deserves a, deserves a shot this weekend. And I'm um, I'm really excited to see him 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 go out there. He's Damn, he's a very strong scrummager, you know, and he's really good off the ball. And even with ball in hand, he's, he's really quick and he's strong. So I'm excited to see him, you know. And I'm I'm, I'm guessing that his family is also proud of him, and, and we are here as well, you know. So it's good, you know. He, it's crazy that you know you got one, you got the starting loose head now, slips playing his hundredth game, and you got a, a debutant, you know, coming on for him. You know, it's just you know, it's it's good to see, you know.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? That's pretty cool. Uh, and, and, yeah, that must be exciting. That, that, that is one thing I've, I've noticed from, from this Wallabies team. Whilst the results have been hard to cop at times, there is still an exciting feel about them, isn't there?
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, there's some good young boys coming through, you know, so just got to keep building that depth, you know. So it's exciting to see for sure.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. Well, boys, we might as well wrap it up. We've probably kept you too long, Brandon. You might get a bit of that head noise, get a bit stir crazy, so uh, we'll (laughs) let you go. But thank you so much for joining us on the Fox Rugby Podcast, mate. It's been a pleasure to have you and good luck this weekend against the All Blacks.
2: I really appreciate it guys thank
0: you so much and thank you to you Tim Horan and thank you at home for listening as well it's the Wallabies taking on the All Blacks at Suncorp Stadium this Saturday night from 7pm on Fox Sports don't miss it